A belief in international educational possibilities is one of the University of Warwick's defining values. In recent years, one of the most groundbreaking strategies to make every student an international student has been the Monash Warwick Alliance, an innovative partnership that sees the two leading institutions collaborate closely from first-year students right through to the Vice-Chancellors. With Monash VC, Professor Ed Byrne today receiving an Honorary Doctor of Science degree from the University of Warwick. Following an eminent scientific career in experimental neurology, Professor Byrne became Monash's VC in 2009 and, alongside Warwick VC Nigel Frith, spearheaded the Monash-Warwick Alliance. Earlier this year, he was appointed Companion of the Order of Australia in recognition of his service to higher education and science. Uh, Professor Ed Byrne, uh, President and Vice-Chancellor of the uh, Monash University, uh, congratulations on your Honorary Doctor of Science from the University of Warwick. How does it feel? Oh, it's a massive uh, privilege uh, for, for me for two reasons. I mean, firstly, it's a great honour to get uh, an honorary doctorate from many of the world's great universities, and Warwick is certainly one of those. But for, for me, it's an especial uh, honour to get uh, recognised by Warwick University uh, because it's a university uh, to which I've become very close uh, over the last few years uh, as we've developed uh, our globally networked uh, mm. university connection with Monash in Australia. And... The Monash Warwick Alliance is a fantastic opportunity for, for academics, for students, the whole life of a university, of op, you know, opportunities of collaboration between the two. The world is uh, changing uh, mm. more rapidly than ever before. Uh, but if you look at some of the major changes, the winds blowing through the university world, one, of course, is information technology, e-education, uh, which lends itself to closer international partnerships. Uh, but a second series of changes uh, linked to globalization and the rise of Asia. Mm. Uh, an ambitious young person uh, today, or even older person, uh, has to be more of a global citizen uh, than uh, previous generations did. Yes. Uh, and hence the value uh, of a... Uh, a very close partnership between different universities and different continents becomes very manifest. Uh, in short, uh, together uh, we can deliver global experiences and orientations that are more difficult individually. It's obviously something you're very passionate about, and as well uh, our Vice Chancellor Nigel Frift is yes, as well. Yeah. Where do you see it going ahead? As it you know, as, as the as it sort of strengthens and unifies further. Look, in a, um, a superficial way, and I, I hesitate to, to use this analogy because it's not perfect, uh, there's some similarities with the airline world. So if you take a, uh, an airline alliance like Star Alliance, the great airlines that are part of it, Lufthansa, Singapore Airlines, United, very much have their own identity brand and businesses. So I think that will continue to be the case for Warwick, uh, a Monash, uh, and a North American partner when we draw one in. Uh, but what uh, Star Alliance does for the, for the airline business is it provides a set of opportunities in terms of outreach uh, and rationalization of some back office uh, that even the greatest airline couldn't do by itself. Mm -hmm. Now, in terms of today's world and the, the needs and opportunities arising from, from globalization, I think it's going to be very, very hard uh, for nation-based stay-at-home universities to deliver the full package. So the global network uh, that we've pioneered, I think, is the shape of things to come. Uh, I think many uh, university alliances will follow. Uh, within the end, probably half a dozen, maybe up to ten global alliances of this type. Uh, but there'll always be a first mover advantage for Warwick and Monash.
And what do you feel that successes so far have been in the alliance? It's obviously it's still new and it's going to be long-standing, but I, I think it has been uh, incredibly difficult uh, to align uh, processes. Uh, and governance arrangements mm. uh, across uh, continents because they differ from country to country. And the amount of work which has gone on to achieve that is just phenomenal. Uh, and based on that, um, really strong uh, research initiatives now with uh, hundreds of millions of uh, dollar, uh, dollar research coming in that would probably would not have come in otherwise to both universities uh, and increasingly strong uh, uh, joint uh, uh, teaching uh, opportunities uh, which range from simple things like a, a placement uh, uh, in Australia for a Warwick student or on the Warwick campus for a student in Melbourne uh, to more uh, involve things like complete uh, uh, combined degrees uh, which are now about to be rolled out in mm -hmm. both the undergraduate and graduate space. And we at the University of Warwick are now starting to reflect on our first 50 years. Next year will be our 50th anniversary. Going ahead for the next five decades, how do you see not only the alliance developing but the university sector as a whole and what students should be looking for Look, I, I from think, a university? I think the university world uh, is going to become uh, increasingly competitive and differentiated. Uh, I think, uh, to cut to the chase, uh, it will be harder for weaker institutions than it has been, uh, and strong universities, if they play uh, their cards well, will get ever stronger. Uh, now, if I turn to Warwick, um, Warwick is the entrepreneurial university par excellence. Uh, it's always been willing to do things differently, and that's distinguished it from the pack and meant that it's the only university in the United Kingdom founded uh, after the Second World War, which has achieved parity with the great universities that are hundreds of years older. So what Warwick must do is not lose that entrepreneurial spirit. It must continue to do things differently and to look ahead rather than look backwards. Sometimes universities become incredibly conservative. Warwick never has been, and interestingly, Monash in Australia never has been either. So I think if um, people pursue with ambition um, the determination to educate people for work in a global world uh, and for research, uh, which is meaningful in addressing the international grand challenges, uh, neither Warwick nor Monash will go wrong. I think that will give a clear path over the next decade that will continue to strengthen both universities. That spirit of sort of work that you, you talked about there, do you feel when you've seen work students going over to Monash and, you know, Monash, do you see it, do you recognise it in there as almost a distinctly Warwick uh, yeah. student mindset? Almost? Yes, I do. I do. I, I think um, Warwick has become uh, an extremely confident uh, university uh, with a, an incredibly strong uh, research and education base mm -hmm. uh, and related to that a very strong brand. Uh, but a number of other universities have that also. The thing that distinguishes Warwick in my mind uh, is a willingness to do things differently and think outside the box. Uh, I've noticed that when I've met uh, student leadership here on the, on the, uh, on the campus. 
Uh, I've noticed that when I've met academics, uh, when I've been speaking to deans here, uh, people like Kumar Bhattacharya, Indeed. a wonderful figure who is a, possibly the leading figure in the world in industry university engagement. I mean, these are huge uh, positives for Warwick. And thinking as a member of the class of 2014, what if you were to give one piece of advice to your fellow graduates today as they head off into the into the world what would it be well i i have to clarify that by saying that it's wonderful to get an honorary degree, but I don't regard that uh, in the same light as the young people who've worked for <laughs> some course, years to get a degree uh, but with that uh, proviso um, <coughs> my advice to them is uh, think broadly and widely um, Think of yourself uh, as a global citizen. Uh, be as open to working in Sydney or Shanghai. Uh, try to get experience around the world in a number of areas. I say that particularly because I'm aware that today's graduation is in the main of business graduation. Uh, business at the higher level is now totally an international game. Uh, London uh, is still, I think, the world's great centre, uh, but Shanghai uh, is catching up very rapidly. Uh, and I'd encourage, um, I'd encourage them to speak Mandarin as well as English, uh, and even more important, to understand the culture of China as well as they understand that of Europe. Professor Ed Byrne, President and Vice-Chancellor of Monash University, uh, congratulations again and um, enjoy today.